The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, oh, happy new year. Season two. Hey, hey, oh my God, that's right. Season two, Murder Amongst Friends. Joanne and Mike, still in my living room, still friends, miraculously over the the holiday season. (laughs) Well, Mike, how the hell have you been? Not that I haven't been with you almost every day. <laughs> almost every day. Yeah. You know, first Christmas experience. That's right. See, yeah. everybody uh, who listens to the show knows that Michael is Jewish, and so he celebrates Hanukkah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Hanukkah. Getting better Getting better. And obviously, we celebrate Christmas. So we invited Michael <laughs> to his first Christmas day. Yay. And um, he showed up in these cute Hanukkah PJs, which was so cute. Big hit. And then we gifted him with a special, <laughs> special, because we all wear the same PJs yeah. for Christmas, my family. It's just like a little thing that we do. And um, in fact, when my mom decided to start doing that, like just a f- maybe six years ago, I was like, get out of my face, <laughs> Donna. This is like ridiculous. And then last year we didn't do it for whatever reason. And I was actually bummed out. <laughs> yeah. So I am like a very big sap on the inside i'm like yeah. a chocolate coated like marshmallow like i'm hard on the outside and i'm a squishy mush on the inside but michael showed up in his Fair. hanukkah pajamas so cute and then he wore his the 12 days of titsmas yes. shirt that we made for him yeah and it was the shape of a christmas tree but it was just all different boobies yeah and it was fantastic <laughs> and uh, there is a Murder Amongst Friends connection to the 12 Days of Titmus. Yes. If you recall... Uh, sorry, it's Titmus. Can titsmas. you... Thank you. Yes. We want to talk sorry. about pronunciation? Sorry, sorry, yes. sorry. Tits. Yes. Mus. Yes. If you remember the shoe fetish killer... <laughs> How could of, we forget? One of his procl- proclivities was uh, lopping off the breastuses of his victims. And, and um, uh, making them into a paperweight. Paperweight. Which I gifted... Michael with for Hanukkah. Yes. He got a titty paperweight I that he had to put away did. when his mom came to visit. Yes. Because good old Risa <laughs> would be so pissed yeah. if you just had a titty on that's, your desk. That's inappropriate, Michael. That's, Michael. Come on, Michael. How Be a little more mature. Yes, grow up, please, Have some son. Class. Please, son. This isn't how we raised you. Well. <laughs> well, is it, though? I don't know. Risa! Because it is in my house, so... <laughs> And it is on my desk, and I'm not going to say that I absentmindedly <laughs> fondle, fondle it like it while you're working. During work. But, yeah. You know, it's there. You know, hey, got to get your kicks. Yeah. Where There's you can worse get things them. I guess I could be doing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, for sure. The end of the year has been a little hectic it for us. It was wacky. Yeah. I, um, I had a surgery. Yeah. Um, and I'll just fuck it. I don't give a shit. I had a hysterectomy. Boom. Yeah. Said it. And Done. it was, um, I'm still recovering. Yeah. I've probably got, I'm probably about halfway there. So yep. I've got maybe another three to four weeks before I can fully be up and about, out and around back to town, ass. back to kicking ass and taking names. Um, I've got a couple like coffee dates waiting. I've got a taco date, a couple of coffee dates waiting for me to like get back into fighting in shape. the saddle, <laughs> so to speak. Um, so yeah. So any of you guys that are out there waiting for our little coffee date couple more weeks there, buddies. And who knows, Michael, maybe this will be the year that I find love, you know? I doubt it, but... (sighs) 
New year, new me. New year, new... Yeah, you're still on meth, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> this, this lady's over here talking about new year, new me. Well, you're still doing meth, Cheryl. And so, you know, my good friend Michael has <laughs> been caring for me and helping me out quite a bit, which is just in his generous nature. So thank you, Michael. I try. Got to keep the uh, the podcast going. I know where the I know where the real money maker is. <laughs> I don't know that it's me. I think it's you, but and I, the money maker. <laughs> you let me know when we start making money off this, and then uh, yeah. then we'll talk. I've got a little bit of a short story this week to kick off season two, but it is apropos because it took place on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago. But before we get to that, yes. So in the last episode, that. We recorded a while ago and then released not too long ago. Right. We teased uh, a discussion about our difference of opinion. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's been a while since we've... One Casey Anthony. Mm, mm-hmm. And we don't agree. It's not that we don't agree, necessarily, because I'm not... I feel like I'm she's taking finally the... telling the story... And you feel like she's telling a some of the story yeah. or a yeah. story. Yeah. I think I don't think that she I don't disagree with you. Mm. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I'm not gonna say that you are incorrect. Do you think I have more skepticism? Okay. Okay. Do you think yes. the way that things were laid out by now I'm gonna preface this by saying I fucking <laughs> have had a burning pit. Yeah of hatred for Casey Anthony since this all happened. Yeah. Okay? I've never been a Casey Anthony supporter. I wanted her to be, like, hung up in the town square. Can't okay? confirm. We weren't friends during the actual... No, we weren't friends, like... ...case yet, but we've obviously been friends for several years now. Right. And we bonded over true crime, so right. Casey Anthony naturally came up. Right. So, so you know, I, I yeah. was like, this bitch should yeah. be yeah, amongst the uh, undead. Yeah. Dead slash team zombie. <laughs> team zombie. Um, do you think that the case laid out by the prosecution, yeah, where they said mm-hmm. she drugged the baby with Xanax, which no drugs were found in the kid's system. Yeah, uh, if she had been doing that consistently, mm-hmm. there would be traces, right? In the hair and something. in the hair and yeah. and whatever. Um, and that she put tape around her face, yeah. put her in a trunk, and left her there to die, and then threw her in the woods. Do you buy that story now, no. after seeing the documentary? No, and it was it was always weird because it seemed like a strange method. This kid is three years old. Right. Why do you have to drug them to incapacitate them? And if it was an overdose situation where you gave them the Xanax all the time and just this time they didn't wake up. Why go through the trouble of putting the tape around, hiding the body the way you did mm-hmm. and then dumping the butt? Mm-hmm. Like it never fully made sense. Right. But nothing else made sense at the time either. Right. There was no plausible alternate theory presented well, in the lead up to the trial. Because supposedly she just wanted to party and live her life. Right. Right, so she. But that still doesn't explain, especially because she. She wasn't being portrayed as a mastermind. She was portrayed right. as selfish, and but, a liar. Yeah, but all and and I mean, clearly she's a liar. I'm yeah, not the universal. I'm thing. not uh, denying the fact yeah. that she's an absolute liar or was. Right, 
But in the documentary, they give very plausible reasoning as to why she developed into this liar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, My issue with it is, and I recognize that I was poisoned by the narrative. The media? Yeah, the narrative that was put out at the time. Because when the George Anthony stuff was presented, it seemed to come so far out of it left field. It seemed to come out of left field, right? Because they said, oh, she was molested by her father. Yeah. They've, she's learned how to cover things up, especially for him. Right. Right? So at the time, I thought, get the fuck out of here. Okay. Right. This is, okay. So they're just throwing spaghetti against the wall. Let's see what sticks here. Right. right? I didn't buy it. After watching the documentary, mm-hmm. and I watched it very skeptically at first i went oh let's see what this fucking bitch has to say now right this bullshit story she's gonna tell or whatever or just rehash the old story on the verge of canceling the service i literally was like i'm gonna cancel peacock right it was peacock i think um and i watched it actually i watched it twice watched it once by myself once with you yeah and um i i believe her I weirdly believe her. Am I getting soft in my old age or is she telling the fucking truth? That's This is where I don't disagree with you because the story is very believable and the way she presents it is believable as well. Okay, let's tick off what she said and yeah. you tell me what you don't agree with then. It's This is where it gets complicated to explain because there's nothing that I specifically disagree with. It all makes total sense. It all lines up sequentially but to you me. said to me, My it's been issue, 10 years since she's talked to anyone. Exactly. It's given her 10 years to fabricate a story that fits into the pieces. Now, Not necessarily fabricate, but massage the truth into a linear narrative that will paint the events in a certain light. I think there's still some, some gaps in the story there that... What that are don't the necessarily gaps, make sense. Because I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Taking stuff and sort of making it fit. Yeah. But if you have a square peg and you I don't care how much you try to fit a round peg in there, yeah. it's not going to go. So I'm curious. Oh, I'm not saying George is a great guy or anything like that. Okay, but what are the gaps? That... You're saying she, she was saying that her mom was, she said her mom was the breadwinner. The dad was out of work. He was a degen- degenerate gambler. They didn't want anybody to know that they kept that quiet. They're lying, right? Yeah. The father supposedly was messing with her as a kid. She told her mother the mother didn't believe her. Or she told her about the brother, I think yeah. she said. Not the dad yet. Right. Until she had a baby. And she said, I don't want him around the baby alone because this is what he used to do to me. The mother didn't believe her. She called her basically a slut. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's always cool to blame the victim, you yeah. know. Uh, do you buy that? Do you believe that? Then she was, so they all had to be taught how to lie, right? La, la, yeah. la, la, whatever. And then... The mother was overbearing. I again, you've seen interviews with these people. They're oh, yeah. fucking nuts. Oh yeah. The, the mother is a wacko. There, yeah. The dad is a fucking sketchbox. Yeah. None of the all the interview the media interviews they did and all these donations and they're going places and buying boats and shit and what the fuck? Yeah. Like, get out of here. Like they just found your baby granddaughter and you're fucking launching a boat into the water. Like ah Like instantly too. Like Pretty, like the same day, yeah, they bro. raised that money so fast and then immediately spent it on a search and rescue on boat. On a search and rescue boat? For somebody who didn't go missing in a pond. Right. It did the whole thing's fucking sketch. Anyway, yeah. I think, like Casey said in the documentary, her dad mm-hmm. used to mess with her. Yeah. He'd put the pillow or cover her mouth so she couldn't make noise. Yeah. I think he was doing the same thing to the baby. Yeah. 
for, for who knows for how long, but now she's three. She's getting vocal, right? Yeah. Either she cried out yeah. or something happened mm-hmm. or she said, I'm going to tell mommy or whatever she said, put something over her face, whatever, somehow. Yeah. Didn't mean to kill her, I don't think. Right. But yeah. maybe got a little too aggressive because of mm-hmm. his fear of getting caught. Yeah. Wakes up Casey, says, right. where's Kaylee? Right? Yeah. She starts frantically running around looking for the kid. This is Casey's story. Mm-hmm. She runs in the back, doesn't see him. All of a sudden, the dad comes walking out with the baby's body. She's soaking wet. Yeah. Apparently, fell in the pool and fucking drowned. Now, a. again. A. dunked in the pool. No yeah. ladder. No nothing. I'm five feet. Let's call myself five feet. That's being generous. That's I'm 4'10 generous. Yeah. and like a, a smidge, yeah. right? A scotch. I can't climb into just a four foot above ground pool without a ladder. I'd have to fucking hoist my leg up, have someone push my big fat ass over. Like it's not going to happen. A three year old is not going to be able to get in that fucking pool. You'd have trouble getting in like a pickup truck. I do. Mm. I have to get grab yeah. the hand thing and hoist myself up. Yeah. So you're not going to tell me a three year old got herself into pool. a fucking pool. Yeah. Oh, also had to unlock the two sliders. Yeah. Open those. Go outside the grandfather's home yeah. by his own admission. Mm-hmm. You don't hear a three-year-old opening two fucking doors and climbing into a pool with what? No ladder. Okay? Yeah. The, so, and then he's frantic. He starts all automatically putting the blame on Casey. Her, right. She freaks out. abuser behavior. Uh, absolutely. Takes the baby, says, I'll take care of it. She probably goes into a fucking state of shock. I yeah. would. Right. If somebody handed me my daughter's dead fucking body. Yep. I'd probably die on the spot, but like I'm sure my brain would crack in half, mm-hmm. right? And then they go on this crazy, after that it just gets fucking nuts because the father is like, you can't, you know, we don't know what happened, we'll find out. He used to be a cop, oh, big fucking whoop. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. she has to listen to him because she's been terrorized by him her whole life mm-hmm. and she's blaming it on him now. Yeah. Well, she was always blaming it on him, kind right. of. right. Kind of. Right. Not so Jose Baez raised yeah. it, you right. know. Not so vocal To a publicly, certain extent. But, yeah. But I think it was probably procedural too because there was stuff that they couldn't bring in. Probably. And they'd get yeah, I'm down sure. by the judge I'm and sure. all that. So what were the gaps that you're not agreeing with? It's it, – the time is – if these two stories were presented simultaneously, I'd be able to make a, a determination because – or have a, a stronger basis for my opinion because you're comparing two things that are the same. Are you? I don't find them to be the same at all. You're comparing. One is saying you're comparing the dad stories. Did this, and the com- other one is saying the mom fucking did it. Those are two very com- different stories. You're comparing stories with details in the same the same details in the same amount of time. To me, that is given equal is it the same details though i feel like they're very different now but if this story came out with we know she's missing we can't find her and that's all we know if george came out and said this is what happened because casey's a party girl and she just wanted to get rid of her or whatever and then casey said well george messed with me he's now messing with her where is she what happened then you can compare those things and say, okay, which one is more believable? But if you said, this is what happened at the moment that it happened. A guy gets convicted for murder because the prosecution said he was holding the knife. 
okay. Ten years later, he comes up with a story and says, well, I was holding the knife, but only because X, Y, Z. Do you give that as much weight ten years later, having been given the opportunity to say, okay, well, the knife was in my hand, but we know these other things. Can I connect these other things to give a plausible reason why that's, my knife would okay, be Okay, but hand. that's like one thing. He could have said, I walked into the house to find my friend dead. I picked up the knife in a state of, oh my God, that's why my fingerprints are on the knife. Yeah. That's one fucking detail. This is an entire, she would have to be a master orator and create this whole fucking world. Yeah. It doesn't seem plausible to me. She, she would have to spend every minute of every day crafting this fucking story, contradicting herself to see where it didn't make sense, to yep. then recraft it. What else has she been doing? She's been working. She's been going to therapy for 10 years. She's admitted that she was a liar. She's admitted all these things, blah, blah, blah. She Did she handle it properly? No. No, she didn't right. fucking handle it properly. Right. But at the same time, she's also gone through one of the biggest traumas a person can go through. Which is to have your child Multiple of, taken away from you. I mean, if what she's saying... And losing your child. If what she's saying is true, which I err on the side of believing her about George, she's lived through two of the worst traumas you can. Your father abusing you and then losing your child. like Right. <laughs> so, do I agree with the way that she behaved? No, but also I wasn't in that situation where who knows how her brain is programmed to fucking yeah. work after being programmed not to repeat myself yeah. by her dad all these fucking years right so i very much want to give especially victims the benefit of the doubt and she is undoubtedly a victim no matter how you slice it whether she killed casey or whether she killed kaylee or not she did not have the best childhood right uh, so she is a victim in some way. Right. Maybe I'm just a terrible cop. Luckily. You're often wrong, Michael. <laughs> I'm, I'm, You're wrong like 90% yeah, of the time. I'm usually you, wrong. Last night, was it last night? No, two nights ago, we were watching, what the fuck was it? I don't know, some 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 show, I Am a Killer on Netflix, right? Yeah. We're watching that. Yeah. And they're telling their stories and blah, blah, blah. And in like the first few minutes, I'm like, yeah, this is what happened. And that ends up being what happened. And then the last one, I was kind of given, mm, maybe and you're like yeah. nah I don't buy it and yeah. then you actually end up being right yeah. for once and it was like and I actually believe I said to you is this what it feels like to be you I have this weird sense of like satisfaction <laughs> yeah and I was like I'm never right yeah pretty much yeah yeah that's what it feels like to be me amongst I, other things I, I don't know what it would take to kind of crystallize it because I'm not saying I, I'm hanging on to the old story either okay I don't then what do you think happened that. It's just I don't I don't know what to believe. I think that's the problem. I think the time between the trial, the defense, everything else, and now this story. Okay, but a lot of the things just, that they lines used up. in the trial to try and convict her, like the drugs in the system, no yeah. drugs found, like the tape around the mouth, it wasn't around her mouth. It was around the bag. Yeah. The way that the body was wrapped mimics the way that George would dispose of family pets yeah. exactly the same way. The way it was wrapped in a bag. The way it was wrapped in a blanket. Oh, sorry, a blanket. Tape. Then a bag. Taped around the top. Buried in a in a, in a location. Yeah. Same thing that happened to the baby. So, like, what part of the story are you not believing? 
Or what do you think it's, her it's, involvement was in the death of her daughter? Was she involved? Was she involved in the cover-up? Did she even know she was dead yet? She obviously knew she was dead. Somebody presented it to her. But did right. her brain accept that? We've had this conversation right. where bad things have happened to people in my yeah. family. And I refuse to believe that it's happening yeah. because my brain will not let me accept it. Because if I accept it, I then have to process that emotional pain. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. So my brain shuts it off. I think, I don't know if I said this on the last episode or if I just said it to you or if I've said it to you at all. The story to me, as Casey lays it out, makes so much sense that I have a hard time latching onto it. What as if it's the truth, truth and that's why it makes sense? That's that's my <laughs> issue. That's my. I think that's my baggage of having a decade of well, she's clearly guilty, and I'm just not able to because the story is so perfect, and I can see the signposts like. Okay, well, this obviously had to be the next thing that happened. And then that's what she says is the next thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, then she's going to say that this happened in the past and that's why she did that. And that's exactly what she said. Like it all just lines up narratively so well that if you were writing it as a movie, this would be the straightforward. There's no real like twist that's going to surprise the audience that they're going to have to suspend disbelief for. This is the A to B I was raised with a molesting father. I had a daughter, very young, so I needed to rely on my parents for help. He got a hold of her. Shit went left. Right. It just makes so much sense. Well, well, but that's like thousands of other stories. So yeah. what is it about this story that makes you not believe her? Or again, yeah. what do you believe was her role in her daughter's murder? Do you think she had anything to do with it? I don't in think... In terms of... The murder, not in yeah. terms of covering no. up or fucking her brain going crazy. And if you look at the footage that they used to put out in the media of like her parents talking mm. to her, being around her, yeah. she's very weird around her dad. Yeah. yeah. And he's very he's fucking very weird. weird around her. Yeah. And it never quite felt right. It didn't feel right. Here's a question for you. And I will answer the question. But here's a question for you because I know it's going to make you upset. <laughs> to remind you of his eulogy. Don't get me Why? fucking started. He was talking weirdly at this kid's memorial yeah. about how it feels like to the the touch of a young child and the smell, uh, the smell of her sweat when she comes into play yeah. and how strangers would never get the chance to smell her sweet fucking sweat yeah. and that a hug from a child gives him so much life he can't even express it to you. The joy it fucking brings him. Yeah. That's not something I would say at my granddaughter's memorial. Correct. Or anyone's memorial or ever about a child. It's fucking weird and creepy. The question is, why I bring that up, why was that not a bigger issue? Because everybody and the media and everybody else, and me included, yeah. was so gung-ho to have this fucking girl cut up into a million pieces and buried in the fucking woods yeah. where her daughter was placed yeah. that nobody gave a shit. Right. They all oh, look at this grieving. No. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. If somebody, my daughter's almost 30. If some man came to me, I don't care who it is, my father oh, came to me and said he likes the sweat, smell of my daughter's fucking sweat. <laughs> I chop his head off. Yeah. That point blank, stop, full stop. You're just, dead. That's it. It's just gross. You fucking weirdo. Like, you can't, I'm sorry. I'm getting fucking riled up. I'm sweaty. Glad I brought it up. Yeah, thank you for reminding me because I forgot all about that. 
it's making me shake. I'm so fucking, that's so yeah. fucking weird and gross. Like, I'm sorry, but. And then he tried to kill himself. Oh, remember that fake ass fucking car accident that he had? Real Alex, and a suicide note. Real Alex Murdoch situation. Yeah, man. give me a fucking break. <laughs> he writes a suicide note and then accidentally drives into a fucking tree and then basically almost confesses on live TV and the, the mother is trying to shut him the fuck up. Well, yeah. come on, dude. What do you not believe? I think it may just be my brain not wanting to admit that it believed the wrong thing. It's like, well, now well you should be fucking this. used to that by now, Michael. I mean, come on. How is this not just like a... Ra- oh, well, was wrong again. I guess this is the true story. I don't know. I you don't need know. to work just, on that, bud. There's just something about it that it just seems too perfect. That's all. That's the only thing that's holding me... Maybe it's me. too perfect because it's the actual truth. Yeah. You ever think about that? It's just that the truth is genuine. Genuine. Genuinely what? Not straightforward and perfect? Generally more messy. That's all. Not necessarily. So to answer the question, I don't think she killed Kaylee. Mm -hmm. I think she was more involved in the back end. But I will give her the benefit of the doubt in that George was continuing to manipulate her. To prevent her from speaking out or straight out lying to her. By all accounts, even by her own parents yeah. and friends yeah she was a very loving doting mother who oh, yeah. always had her daughter with her yeah. and didn't go out and party as much as they were trying to portray yeah. it was like very once in a while her friends even said she didn't even really drink when we were out she she was just whatever yeah and you're gonna tell me that you think she wrapped her precious baby daughter in a fucking blanket put her in a plastic garbage bag taped it up and threw her in the woods that no. you think she had something to do with the back end of it so clearly I don't think I don't think she participated in any of it. I think she just knows things and and perpetrated the And is now telling them and but you're still saying I think she knows things and now she's telling them but I don't believe it cuz it's not messy enough. What are you talking about? There's things, You're contradicting yourself. I'm not contradicting you myself. You are. I'm not contradicting myself. Okay. I don't think she wrapped the body i don't think she drowned her i don't think she smothered her i don't think she poisoned her i don't think any of the things that could have resulted in this kid i think she knew her dad did it and she covered for her dad correct and now she's saying i'm not going to cover for him this is what happened and you're like i don't buy it that is contradicting yourself you just said i think she's covering for him she said i was covering for him because i'm terrified of him and you're going i don't buy it how 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 are you reconciling that maybe i'm wrong (laughs) But you see what I'm saying? No. You can't say one thing and then say the other and go, they're both true. Okay. Right? I think you're forgetting. I have male privilege. (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) Oh, I forgot you're a white man in America and you can just contradict yourself and everything's fucking cool. And that was a 30-minute setup (laughs) for one punchline. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Michael made a joke. Okay. Let's get off Casey Anthony because yeah. we're never going to agree. Yeah. Right into mafpodcastshow at gmail.com with <laughs> your opinions <laughs> on why I'm a contradicting asshole who <laughs> never gets anything right or why Joanne is right all the time <laughs> and is a beautiful and lovely soul who is just a genius in every no, way. I didn't say that at all. I think we have to go to Idaho first. Far from far to... from perfect. But let's just quickly yeah. jump in because I know we're rambling. Um the four students in Idaho that were murdered. Obviously, everybody is aware of that. It's a big story right now. And they finally arrested someone. In Idaho? They arrested him. 
I think a couple thousand miles away in yeah. like Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, his name is Brian, Brian with a Y, yeah. Christopher Koberger, and I think that I'm pronouncing that right. Koberger. I think that's the only way you can say it. Sure. Um, he's a white dude. <laughs> Big surprise. What? Um, he's a white dude who, if you look at him, kind of looks like he might fucking snap and kill four people. And I know that's me being judgmental. Apparently, from his childhood friends, they're saying that he is basically a genius who was overweight and socially awkward and weird in school. Nobody would, like, hang out with him. He was pretty much a loner, not by his own choice. And girls would, like, make fun of him, throw things at him. Cool. And like pick at, pick on him and say shit or if he'd say, do you want to hang out? They'd be like, get the fuck away from me, you freak and shit like that. Like you're a creep, whatever. Sure. So I guess that's not the greatest way to go through like your formative years. And it sounds like, and I again, I can't diagnose this kid. I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV. But, um, <laughs> but I'll take a look It anyway. sounds like maybe he's got some sort of social. Yeah. Anxiety, maybe like an Asperger's type thing. If he's that socially awkward and like asks questions in a weird way, but doesn't understand why they're sort of inappropriate or whatever, yeah. which is kind of how his friends described him before. Yeah. Um, and then apparently also some bars in the area uh, that he would go in, he'd be kind of weird, and they kind of asked him like, you know, maybe don't come back in here. If you're gonna come back in here, you can't be like weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, the kid was going for, like, psychology. He was going to study either forensic psychology or, like, criminology. Whoops. And go for his PhD. And now I'm wondering well, if, passionate. like. He's passionate about the topic. I guess. I'm wondering if, like, and, and don't fucking at me with some bullshit. Mm -hmm. I'm not blaming the victim. But I'm wondering if these three very pretty girls clearly look like they're popular. Like, these wouldn't be the kind of girls that would have hung out with me in high school. Yeah. Um, maybe he just tried to strike up a conversation with them. Maybe they started making fun of him. Maybe they started, and maybe it triggered. So, and I'm not, again, yeah. I'm not a, uh, excusing what this kid did or right. did he do it? We don't know yet. If did you're looking that, for causation. Did that, did, did maybe that trigger something from what he'd been going through his whole childhood and then he just fucking snapped? I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm glad they, they figured yeah. out or picked him up or how they, they're not really saying yeah, how they knew that it was him or that they suspect it's him right allegedly yeah, they're holding they're not everything. saying so you know they're not even saying if he like knew knew them knew them right. or anything like that you know he could have just been a stranger and maybe he tried to hit on one of the girls at a local bar or at the food truck or who the fuck knows yep. is he the kid in the hoodie i don't know i don't know they didn't say right or was that kid cleared i don't know this is very uh um, it's very like uh this is Delphi Dicky because they're just not releasing much. Yeah, they're just not like saying yeah, everything. They're holding stuff which back. Which drives me a little nutty, but I am glad that they at least picked yeah. someone up. That is an important update. Um, And I guess we'll continue to yep. follow that. Keep an eye. Yeah, it kind of does look like somebody who might do like a multiple. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to judge a book by its cover, but he does look like someone who might commit a multiple murder at some point in his life. The someone end. who would definitely exert his male privilege. It looks like it. But again, if this kid was picked on and he's got issues of his own, not that I'm excusing it, yeah. can we find a correlation? Sure. Yeah. Well, and, with, and with that, we'll keep an eye on I'll it. I'll turn it over to Michael. Yeah. So this is our, our main story for the week. Like I said, it is on the shorter side. So thank you for <laughs> sticking with us through the back and forth. And mm. The 
25 minutes of documented proof that I'm just wrong all the time. <laughs> and thanks for still being here since we kind of took the rest of the year off while I half recuperated. So yeah, we appreciate you guys. This is the story of the New Year's Eve murders of Yolanda Holtree and Michelle Luke. Okay. On December 31st, 2016, Yolanda, age 59, was hosting a New Year's party for friends and coworkers at her home in Westminster, California. Westminster. She worked at a department store with Michelle Luke, who was 49, and the wife of a man named Christopher Ken Ireland. Oh, no. Who himself was 42. As such, Ireland attended the party with both his wife and son. Okay. Once the party was over... So the kids probably teens to 20 or something, if, yeah. if they're 50s, 40s? Yeah. Okay. Um, so not like a baby son no, or a no, toddler. No. Yeah. Once the party was over, the Irelands went out to their car, but Christopher went back into the home. Of the party. Uh, of the party, yes. So his wife and his son are now waiting outside in the car. It's the co-worker that threw the party yes. and, they, and the, the husband, co-worker. wife, and the kid went to the yes. party. Okay. the wife's co-worker. Right. So he's just there as basically her guest. What did he go back in for? What's his fucking, oh, I left my glove in there. What's his fucking story? When testifying in his own defense at trial. Oh, he, he claimed, testified for, okay. Yeah. Okay. He claimed that Michelle had been flirting with him during the entire party in front of his wife, no less. You don't think that might have caused a fucking issue? It's a holiday party. I'm sure people, the drinks be a flowing, yeah. right? It's a, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey. If I'm at a fucking party with my husband, again, I don't even have a boyfriend, so let's just suspend disbelief here. I'm now happily clearly, I'm happily married with a child. This is very right? clearly fantasy. Right. Here. Clear, <laughs> clear fantasies. And I go to a party yeah. and we're all having a little champagne or whatever, right? We're having yeah. a little we're getting merry. Okay. Yeah. Right. The tree's not the only thing getting lit on <clears throat> fucking New Year's, okay? Uh and some broad who's supposedly my friend that I work with, no less. Now some strange bitch that I never saw. Is flirting with my husband directly in front of my face? Yeah. You don't think we might have had words or left the party early or some shit might have happened or something? You think I'm just like, ha, 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 let's go, hubby. And, oh, you can certainly go back in there for whatever fucking reason. After I saw you guys flirting the whole night, I'm going to let you go back in the house? He said. Are you nuts? After leaving his family at their car and yeah. returning to the house, he and Michelle began D- having sex. Get the. He left his wife and son in the car in the cold yeah. on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Went back. He, oh, I got to run back in for what? To bone this broad real quick. I'm going to go in. <laughs> I'm going to bang out this out real quick. Yeah. While I'm sure there's other people at the party still. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. It wasn't like we all left en masse. Yeah. Right? There's people there. Yeah. They sneak off to bone. Yeah. And then he just comes back out. Well. Ooh, whoop-dee-fucking-do. just so happens. Oh, how long did it take him? Just so happens Yolanda walked in on them. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Yolanda got upset. You think? And demanded that Christopher tell his wife, her friend, about the infidelity. I know you won't believe this before I tell you, and I'm sure not a single listener will believe it either. Okay. But Ireland claims that at that moment, when he refused to tell, Yolanda started attacking him with a meat cleaver. Oh, I I swear to fucking God today with this. She, with these white men. I wasn't going to say it. 
wife and kid in the car. Yep. Husband goes, oh, let me put my family in the car, nicey, nicey, Zuzu. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking go back in here real quick for reasons unknown. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Go in. I'm now fucking your friend. Yep. My wife in the car goes, oh, my God, it's been a minute. <laughs> huh? Or yeah. a minute 45 because that's about how long he takes, right? <laughs> I go in. I go in. I open. I fling open. Has anybody seen my husband, also my friend? Ooh, I don't know. They both went in that direction. She flings the door open. They're in flagrante delicto. Yeah. She somehow has a meat cleaver. Right. She does. At, I spit on the pop thing. At the end of the party, by the way. It's yeah, not by like the she's way. Cooking. Or, oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. The there's people around. She what? She she goes. Wait right here. Goes to the yeah. kitchen. First of all, who has a meat cleaver? <laughs> first of all, who has a meat cleaver? Do you? Nope. I don't fucking have one, and I don't know anybody who has one. My grandfather was a chef. He didn't have a fucking meat yeah. cleaver at home. Okay. She, oh, she finds a meat cleaver somewhere in this house that she's probably never been to before, okay? No, it's Comes, her house. It's Yolanda. Yolanda goes gets the meat cleaver? Yeah. The, the friend? Yeah. Not the wife? Right. Oh, the, she just- The wife is still in the car. You said she came in and found them. The, the homeowner found her. So there's Yolanda and Michelle. These are the two people that end up dead. Michelle and Yolanda are co-workers of Christopher's wife. Michelle is the one that Christopher's having sex with. Yolanda, the homeowner, the host of the party, is the one that walks in on them and catches them. And demands... So not the wife. The no, wife doesn't the wife come is, in and find the them. The wife is still in the car. Okay. Yolanda walks in and demands he tell the wife about... What's happening. What because she Michelle doesn't want to have this secret now. Right. And because it's happening Yolanda, in her house. Right. And she's disgusted. And she's friends with the wife because they work together. Right. He, he, doesn't, he okay. doesn't figure in their lives. Oh, I got you. Okay. I'm thinking the wife comes in no. and catches them, no. somehow finds a meat cleaver. That's outrageous. No. Okay. The homeowner goes, gets a meat cleaver yeah. from her own house. Yeah. What comes in and murders these people in her own home in a house full of people? Well, no. Because he further claims that he was able to get the blade away from her. Oh, of course he and did. And hit her with it in self-defense. Just whack. Hits her with the blade part? With the blade, Yes. After that chaos, he says he left the house briefly <laughs> before returning. He stabs this bitch, supposedly in self-defense, yeah. with a meat cleaver yeah. that she went to go get yeah. to uh, threaten him with to tell his wife about the affair. Who knows? I guess. Right? Now he's murdered. Yeah. I would imagine she's dead if you get cracked in the head with a fucking yeah. meat cleaver. So she's dead, dead or at least dying. Right? Yeah. The girl that he's having sex with is just, I'm assuming, standing there watching this. Pretty okay? much, yeah. Cool. He takes off for like a minute or two. Yep. And, and then, then just back. And she just stays in the room with the dead body. Nobody calls 911. She doesn't run out screaming frantic. None of this, right? Nobody comes in the room, yeah? Goes, oh, what's the commotion in here? Holy shit, there's a dead body. Well, oh, that. this fucking bitch is just standing here. Where's your wife, by the way? Oh, she's in the car with my kid. Keep that in your head. When I'm he, losing it over here. When he goes back into the house, he is immediately attacked by Michelle, the one he was having sex with, <laughs> Okay. with a kettlebell. Shut the fuck <laughs> Okay. Yep. Nope. Fine. Yep. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Now what? Aliens burst in the fucking ceiling and all of a sudden took possession of his body and then he happened to hit her with the kettlebell because he wrestled it away from her like he did with the fucking meat cleaver. Hits her in the head and then goes, ooh, boop, I was I was possessed by aliens. Oh, no, I was in a, oh, wait, I was in a fugue state, right? If you say the word fugue state to me today, 
It's so mad. I literally wrote so many things don't make sense. And this is all the explanation that was offered at trial. It doesn't make any sense. To His lawyers let him fucking put that story forth. On the stand. Are you no on? Less. Are you crazy? Yeah, they let him testify with this story. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't testify in your own defense. I think you should. If I, if it was me, I'd be I'd be up there telling my fucking story, right? As is my right. Yeah. If that was my fucking, you believe this guy's story? You want to believe Casey Anthony? You want, nobody's believing this. If you can't believe that, no one's believing this. And your lawyers that you paid money to put you on the stand to say this fucking fairy tale? As a reaction to the kettlebell attack. Uh huh. Ireland says he, quote, headbutted Michelle, <laughs> threw her down. Did he ram her into a pool with fucking barbed wire? Threw her down, grabbed the meat cleaver from the floor, and struck You're her with the You're not telling me it's on the floor. That is buried in that fucking lady's head. So if anything, he wrenched it out of her head or, and then killed this lady. If it is on the floor, why is she tagging with a kettlebell and not the knife? Yeah, it, it makes no sense. Or how about she didn't just run the fuck out of there for her life, yeah. right? Even the article that I used as research for this story got snarky with it, adding this context. Quote, all, keep in mind, after he claimed to have just had sex with her. Right. <laughs> and she's not going, I just had sex with this guy who murdered someone in cold blood. Yeah. I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. No, I'm going to take him out with a kettlebell. And on the way out, I'm knocking on the car window and going, bitch, you better get you and your son get the fuck out of here because he's about to kill you next. Like, you know, this guy's a psycho. Attorneys for Ireland never relented with the self-defense strategy, insisting both murders were committed while the 42-year-old army veteran... <laughs> Okay. Was in mortal terror. Yeah, sure he was. From yeah. One woman. How many of nearly, tours of duty did yeah. he do? He's afraid of this lady. From one woman of nearly fifty and another of nearly sixty. Right. Get both the fuck of whom out my face were significantly smaller than he is. Of course, Michael. <sighs> I swear to God, sell me a bridge. As if just the physical description of what happened is enough to make the story obvious bullshit. Right. Ireland didn't stop there. No, he didn't. Just shut the fuck up, dude. He, well, what are you doing? You digging your own grave? He proceeded to destroy security footage, although he didn't get it all. Whoa, 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 whoa. stop. Yeah. Security footage from the Inside home the of the victim? Yeah. Like How the fuck and... does he know where the fucking thing is? You know you don't keep that shit out in the open. It's not like your VCR or your DVD player yeah. out on the counter. That shit's in a closet somewhere well, on a server or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You don't keep that shit out. In the... How does he find that? He missed one camera that Yolanda had in her house and... Hello, Chris Watts. He was also caught in the neighbor's camera. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Ring Doorbell. In, Shout out to Ring Doorbell, though. In the footage that he didn't destroy, Ireland is seen wearing a ski mask, going back into the house for a third time. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Where did he get the freaking mask from? Oh, let me figure. Let he me drove his family home. No. Came back with no. a ski mask. No, no. He went out. He's He doesn't have no blood on him, no nothing. In self-defense. Oh, he didn't get his no bruise, no contusion, uh, no lump on his head, no scratches, no blood from hacking a woman in the fucking head with a, a meat cleaver, which I have to imagine created some blood splatter, right? Right? Some. A anything. You get in the car. Nobody notices anything. He's fine. He's not riled up or anything. We just go, oh, hey, new it's, year, new me. It's dark. New year, new me. Yeah. It's the year of not asking questions, They give each other a little peck on the cheek. The, yeah. the kids in the back going, I love you guys. And we love you too, son. Drives him home. Then where does he fucking say he's going when he leaves the house again after they all get home? Oh, I got to run to uh, uh, the convenience store for what? <sighs> Some Tic Tacs, motherfucker? Where are you going? Ski mask. 
going into the house for a third time. Where are all the other party goers at this point? And dragging both bodies wrapped in blankets into his car. But it was self-defense. Yeah. Where is everyone else? No one has realized that two women are fucking brutally murdered in the next room. No one has any idea. Once the car was loaded, he tried to set Yolanda's house on fire. (laughs) Are people still there? (laughs) Someone renting a room in the house, who apparently was unbothered by the sounds of two separate murders being committed, smelled the smoke and called 911. Where is everyone else that was at the fire? Party. I'm guessing the party had dispersed. Is at there that point. six people at this fucking party? I, I don't know. The husband, the wife, the kid, the homeowner, and the fucking girlfriend. That's it. No <laughs> one else is at this party. I guess not. And oh, the lodger. Oh, six. Yeah. Right. Whatever. That's it. I don't. I don't explain them. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Still going with the self-defense explanation. Ireland says once the bodies were loaded, he drove out to a remote wooded area of Newport Beach and dumped the bodies. If it's self-defense, sir, and yeah. you're a military-trained gent, yeah, would you not call the police and go, this crazy bitch uh, tried to attack me. Let me clear. And I had to defend myself. And then this crazy bitch also tried to attack me because I'm such a commodity. <clears throat> and I had to fuck her up, too. And now I'm calling the police to report this. No, no. Oh, no, I'm going to drive my family home. Yeah. I'm very calm now because I'm at the point where well, now I'm, I'm going to fucking lose it. Right? <sighs> I come back. Apparently the party's dispersed. Ooh, what luck for me. Right? <laughs> I now have a ski mask on. I go into the home. Yeah. I'm wrapping the bodies in blankets. Yeah. Put them in my truck. Yeah. And fuck off out of nope. here. No, light the house on fire first. Well, I try to light the house yeah. on fire, but that didn't work right. because I'm an ineffectual male. And then I get the fuck out of there. Yeah. That's the story. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was his explanation for trying to set the house on fire if it was self-defense? What was the explanation for dragging the bodies out wrapped in fucking blankets if it was self-defense? Panic. If it's self-defense, you call the fucking cops and you go, whoops, this just happened, right? Well, he also then went to get Even if you washed. murdered them in cold blood and you want to use a self-defense, yeah. uh, uh, defense, self-defense, defense, right? Uh, you call the cops and go, oh my God, look what I had was forced to do. Because then later yeah. at trial, you can say, remember when it happened and I said in the moment it was self-defense? Well, that's why. Hello? That's why the British version of Miranda rights have anything. Don't say anything that you're not going to say right. now that you say later because you right. can't use it later if you don't say right. it now. You don't have to say anything right now. But anything you rely on as defense later that you don't say now may not be looked at favorably. Right. Is part of their Miranda warning. Which it should be. Yeah. Don't come up with some cock and bull fucking story Which three weeks is, from now. I'm not saying it's the Casey Anthony thing, but, you This know. is the biggest yeah. load of bullshit. So he dumped the bodies in Newport Beach, went to get his car washed, and tossed the meat cleaver in a different location just to dispose of it. Self-defense. The self-defense Mike. weapon. Okay. And you want to get your car washed to, oh, I don't know, get rid of evidence? Yeah, I mean, 3 a.m. on New Year's Day. Yeah, you got nothing else better to do? You just dropped your family off at home. You don't want to get in bed and cuddle your wife, maybe? No. Prosecutors have a different theory of events. Oh, I'd love to hear it. They believe the evidence suggests that Ireland killed both women within a single 12-minute span, most likely after Yolanda caught him trying to force himself on Michelle. Ah, okay. This sounds more plausible to me. That could turn into a he Maybe said. Maybe he went in. They went in to get the coats. You know, everybody throws their yeah. coats on the bed. Yeah. You know how that goes, right? Everybody's piling their purses and coats on the fucking bed. They both happen to go in there at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
And she he gets was clearly a little... flirting with him all night. Oh, of course, you because know. he's such a hot commodity. Yeah. Because girls can't keep their hands off this fucking guy because he sounds like a real winner. Yeah. Um, I'll show him to you. She get. <laughs> Yeah, oh, great. I could, I'm already picturing what he fucking looks like in my head. <laughs> You're probably not far off. I bet you I know. Um, gets a little handsy, maybe yeah. throws her on top of the coats, whatever. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she's like, oh, stop, whatever. Maybe and Yolanda, Yolanda heard, heard it. it Heard's it. Yeah, she heard it. Yeah. Comes in and heard. goes, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Again, though, oh, where did he get a meat cleaver from? Oh, I'm sure he, like, fucked him up. And then was like, shit, what do I do? You think maybe he hit he went to go them with it. a kettlebell and then went and got a fucking meat yeah. cleaver and hacked her in the yeah. head and then just leaves the party? Because they're, they're pretty out there with this 12-minute window where these murders took place. So I think That's there's... a pretty tight right, <laughs> time frame. I, I think there's stages of the attack and the knife wasn't initially involved. And, and yet kind of an no one yeah. had yeah. any inkling what was going on. If Yolanda heard... No one, thing, no one heard a murder. The only thing she I heard can, an attempted rape, but no one heard two fucking murders. The only thing I can think is that it was a small party, or they were the last ones there. Okay. The renter was out at a different party, so she wasn't there. When he comes back the third time, which is a period of time has passed, right? Because she's now home, home. She's now home, and now smells the smoke when the thing gets okay. gets lit. That's that's the thing that I'm. That's the way I can make it fit. Right. That sounds very, very plausible. Uh, yeah. So that story, what the prosecutors say and then what Ireland was saying, could turn into a he said, she said, and the she isn't even around to tell the story. Both she's aren't there. Right. However, Ireland's son did not stay silent. After being found guilty on both first degree murder counts and one count of arson. Yep. During the sentencing hearing, yep. his son theorized that his dad killed both women to, quote, keep his family from finding out that he was a cheating rapist. That's the son. Go son. Yeah. Ireland was sentenced to life. This without... son's like, you're a piece of shit, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not here for it. Yeah. Motherfucker. Ireland was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. Bye. And the only emotion he showed during the trial he, or the final well, hearing. Let me guess. Did he start crying when they said he had to go to jail for the rest of his life? Was, Mr. Tough-ass military man. Was when he shot a glare at some of uh, Yolanda's family members mm. after her daughter said she hoped his son would want nothing to do with him. Yeah. Good. That's not all I would have fucking yeah. said, but okay. And that was the story of the New Year's Eve murders of Yolanda Holtry and Michelle Luke. That's by certified up. piece of shit, Christopher Ken Ireland. What a fucking POS. Yeah. Ew. So happy new year, everybody. Your year's off to a better start than some people. <laughs> than some people. Yeah. Good for the sun, though. Yeah. Ooh, I would have had a litany of things to say. Ooh, some of them I, I will not say here, but <laughs> I would be wishing him... Um, Similar transactions. Let's many, put it that way. Many, many, many returns. repeated, nightly, yeah. similar transactions yeah. if you catch my drift. <laughs> On top of the coats if you get if you what she's saying. catch my drift. Yeah. And also, your son wants nothing to do with you. Yes. So, well, Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a way to start the year. Yeah, really ran the gamut with that one. Really, really yeah. That's, that, that's, that defense yeah. is got to be the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life two separate self-defense attacks or self-defense murders and then disposing of the body and they're still going with self like i get 
out. None of it makes any sense. Get the funk out of my face. Get the funk get up out of my face. face. Hey, get the funk up. I better get the funk up out of my face with yeah. that shit. Well, so, you know. Self-defense. My ass. <laughs> we're back for season two. I'm a certified idiot. Who would have thought? You know. Who would have thunk it, Mike? Yeah. We'd still be doing this. Yeah, not me. Because, but, you know, as proven, I'm wrong about everything. So I thought this wouldn't go more than eight episodes. And here we are with season two. A year later. Overall, episode 45. Right. Like, actually 46, if you count a, uh, a kind of a little bonus one that we did, which was the... Uh, when I got sick, oh, yeah. the update one we had to put out. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. officially number that one, so we're forty-five, forty-six, and right. I thought we were like destined for five, maybe. <laughs> uh, so, if you ever want any advice, anybody, <laughs> Don't email ask me. Don't email ask me. Mike. I'll let you know what to do and do the exact opposite because I am just or wrong. Email Mike and ask him to forward it to yeah. me, and then I'll help you out. Yeah. So. You can email us at mafpodcastshow at gmail.com. Not about that, about anything. Anything, want. anything. We Follow love us to hear on from Instagram, you. MAF Podcast Show. Uh, we have YouTube as well, Murder Monks Friends Podcast. And subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's a great hey time. Hey guys, like and subscribe. Click the link below. And I, oh, I hate that. I hate that shit. Yeah, you don't need to do I that. I hate that shit. You know, when I see people do that in like a video, I go, Bleh. I'm not liking that shit. I'm not subscribing to shit. Smash that like button. Smash the like button. Hey, and they're pointing to like, you know, there's like nothing there yet and shit. And I, I, that goes right up my ass. (laughs) Whatever. It reminds me of when I used to have the restaurant and we did a TV show and they came in and um, they, you know, it's like one of those, everybody's a little, you know, they do these like little quirky, stupid soundbite things and whatever. And they were like, oh, kiss your muscle and say like, we are the best or whatever the fuck (laughs) it was. And I was like, I'm not doing that. That is ridiculous. Or they wanted me to say some stupid line that I would never in a million years in my actual life (laughs) utter those words together. And I went, no, No. Mm -mm. make the boys do it. I'm not doing that. That is ridiculous and stupid. You did kiss your muscle. I had to. They like basically forced me into that one. And I was, and you can see my face. I'm like, this is so fucking (laughs) stupid. But like that, like, hey, smash the like button, hit subscribe, tell your friends, share it on every platform. I'm like, Ugh. I don't, mm-mm. Yeah. I'm definitely. If you like us, like us. Yeah. If you want to tell somebody about us, go ahead. If not, then don't. Well, you know what I mean? I haven't watched that restaurant footage in a while. I'm going to go definitely. Oh, great for you. Check on that later on today. Yeah, check on this. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Thank you for sticking and, uh, with us for a full year. Yeah. Crazy. Back for more. And until next time, stay out of those New Year's Eve parties, especially if there's a meat cleaver lying around. Yeah. Probably get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.